Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Joyce Barry and Friends, the number one worldwide radio show. The show's outrageous and it's contagious. It will lift your spirits high, you'll feel that you can fly. Transform your attitude, fill it with gratitude. Cut loose and improvise, it's coaching time today. Joyce is a great coach with an extraordinary approach. Fast on the upbeat, top of the heap. A wild motivator, great simulator. Unstoppable in a humoristic way. Life lessons with passion, joyfully today. You want Joyce as your coach if you want this to be your best year ever. Coach Joyce here. I want this to be your best year ever. I want this to be the best year ever for Dr. Bob Rutolo, his friends and family. And we want this to be the best year ever for all our friends and family and loyal listeners worldwide. Welcome to Joyce, Barry, and Friends. We are broadcasting live across America and around the world. This is the Hour to Empower with stimulating talk, views you can use, memorable quotes, and powerful life lessons. We always have hot guests and cool topics. We even have cool guests and hot topics. You always want to tune us on, tune in, and tune up with us to hear the best of the best. You do not want to miss any of our shows. Each show goes into our archives. Log into Joyce Barry and Friends.com, Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E, and you will see each guest and each topic on our homepage. You can play and download any of our shows, always informative, inspiring, and motivational. You want to share these special shows with your friends, family, and contacts. You can follow us on Facebook and become a Joyce Barry subscriber and even a fan by going to our Joyce Barry and Friends fan page. Be sure to check like. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us by going to our Blog Talk Radio homepage and clicking follow right below my picture. You can also message me in any of these venues about our show, about our guests, about anything. My official website is JoyceBarry.com. Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E. The chat room is open. Log into the chat room, have fun, and chat away. I go back and forth into the chat room during the show to see what is going on in there. Motivation, inspiration, and an education. Positive, happy thoughts to improve your life, health, and finances. Take positive actions to create a gratifying lifestyle. Life lessons from me, your host, Joyce Barry, straight from the Coach's Corner, and then you will hear from our wonderful guest today. Folks, every day should be treated like a special day. We wish you the finest of friends, the opulence of opportunities, the magic of miracles, and the happiest of days. May this year be your best year ever. Folks, 
Folks, we have an extraordinary show for you today with an extraordinary guest, Dr. Barbara Tolo. The topic, democracy versus idiocracy. Dr. Barbara Tolo is an extraordinary teacher, mentor, and leader. Today, Dr. Bob hopes to shed some light on the insanity that prevails in this new administration. We are asked to believe alternative facts. We are given lie after lie from the mouth of our newly elected government officials. What can one do to stop the insanity? Today, we will shed light on the difference between democracy and idiocracy. We will shed light on why more than half this country is fearful of our own government and why people all over the world are laughing at us. Clearly, America is headed in the wrong direction. The point of this show is to inspire one and all to stop the complaints and start to make a difference. We have to save this country and make it the country we can all be proud of once again. We must do our part. In unity, there is strength. Dr. Bob, welcome, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Joyce. It's so wonderful to be back here with you again on your show, and what an interesting topic that we have today. Not only is it interesting, it, it stirs a lot of passion, a lot of feelings, a lot of insights, a lot of opinions, very controversial world we're living in today where people are on such opposite ends of the spectrum that no one is taking sides to meet the other halfway. People are really, really very strongly opinionated and, as I said, very passionate about what's going on. Passionate also, Joyce, and part of passion is emotion. I think this whole uh, election, electoral process we went through and the, uh, and, uh, uh, and the preparation up to the election really rode on people's emotions. In other words, that I think is uh, President Trump's way of connecting with people. Uh, and he did a very good job in doing that. And what he rode on primarily was on fear. And so I think today we need to focus on how do we um, get fear and use it to a positive end versus it threatening us and crippling us. Sounds like a very uh, good and strong way to get started. You're right. There is so much fear, so much stress. I've never seen anything like it. No matter who I talk to, no matter what walk of life, they all say the same thing. We're in very scary times. You mentioned, Joyce, that you have a definition that you uh, have made up and you even checked it out, and it is a factual definition of theocracy. Would you please share that with us? <laughs> yes, I looked up the word idiocracy. The title of the show is Democracy versus Idiocracy. I thought I made up the word, uh, and I did look it up, and it is in the dictionary, a form of government in which a country is run by fools, a government run by idiots. And act, I, I added the idiots, idiocracy, they said run by fools, which is another way of saying it. It's an act or actions that come from ideas or beliefs that are not smart. That's the uh, dictionary definition, a government run by fools. And I do believe we're here, right here, right now, with that kind of a government. It's really frightening. 
Well, what I'm going to suggest here is that we take the label fools off. Uh, in the sense, it's a, that's a derogatory label, and it really is, and it's a, a choice we make to label something. But what it did say in the definition was that it was not based on sm smart thinking or on, you know, uh, uh, due diligence. And that's the issue. That's the challenge we have here. My concern is that if we toss, if we, if we look at things with labels that are provocative and, and uh, negative, it's going to take us away from really doing something positive about this and doing something effective. And so that's where I want our audience to really take a look at what can we do today. One of the most exciting things that I've seen over the last few weeks is the amount of people who have gotten engaged and involved in our political process from the grassroots throughout this country and around the world. I mean, that is, to me, awesome, awesome. And one of the reasons why we're in the situation we are today is because people have been relatively passive. They let everything run by Washington. Uh, and I got to say that Washington, to me, did not take us in a positive direction. And it landed us right where we are with the leadership today. So my thought is that our system, and I mentioned this in the earlier broadcast with you, uh, Joyce, that our system is broken. I said that even before the election. It is broken. And the Republican Party was, was devastated when it took 11 people, I don't know how many people we had in the primaries, that went through that whole process, and they couldn't, they couldn't really uh, come around a leader by default, they did. And our Democratic, our, uh, Democratic Party was also broken. It just didn't splinter apart like the Republicans. We had a Bernie Sanders and we had a Hillary Clinton that were in opposite polls right to the end when many of Bernie Sanders' people were, were uh, not wanting to rally around uh, the person who had uh, won the, the, uh, the primary. So uh, we have to, uh, and even in the inauguration speech, uh, uh, President Trump uh, challenged Washington in a negative way in the sense of really, whether it was the Congress or Senate or everybody, he challenged them and said that, uh, that and he said some derogatory terms, which he does very well, unfortunately. Uh, so we're, we're left with a leader that isn't part of either party and isn't part of the system. He doesn't even know the system. That's, that's, that's why some of the actions that are being taken today uh, are so um, uh, disruptive. Uh, and so uh, uh, what, what are your thoughts about that, Joyce? Uh, my thoughts about all of it is that we're faced with a whole bunch of what I call Trumpettes who see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil, believe everything they hear, and, that, and we're led to alternative facts. So let me start with that. They are not facts. They are falsehoods. Again, this is from the dictionary. Uh, it, it, I didn't even know they had a category for it now when you Google it. When truth is so unfavorable to a pathological liar that they must invent a whole new category of lies to describe their nakedly intentional acts of deception. Alternative facts are distinguished from the other damnable lies by the addition of gaslighting the listener. 
uh, Bob, do you know what gaslighting is? Because I had to look that up also. No, I don't. Please, please tell me. Yeah, they do use that. I had no idea either. It's to manipulate someone by psychological means into questioning their own memory, perception, and sanity. A fact, on the other hand, is a thing that is indisputably the case, something that actually exists, reality, truth, something known to exist or have happened, a truth known by actual experience or observation, something known to be true. So I go back to that mix uh, because we were, you were referencing highly inexperienced leaders, people that not only inexperienced, which I could even forgive that a little bit if they went to uh, the people that know the answers, people you can count on, people that are reliable, people with integrity. So what happens when one of those people speak up, like uh, the I believe it was the attorney general, and immediately yes. gets fired because she disagreed with this whole issue of detaining people and, and saying it was not constitutional. So that is what a dictator does. That is not what happens in a democracy, and that's what's so scary. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. I, uh, I must say that uh, um, hopefully all of us will have our attention to what's happening every day as it passes and uh, become engaged in challenging our, uh, uh, our political leaders at every level uh, to bring some sort of sanity and some sort of consistency and uh, reliability uh, back into the system uh, and to work together rather than uh, on partisan lines. So we have, it's going to be very interesting uh, over the next uh, several months. Uh, we may see the wheels fall off the cart uh, or they're going to hopefully, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, find a different balance. We sure don't have it now. We sure don't have it, but what are the odds of that happening when we're with someone uh, who's our elected official and will not listen to anyone, is busy tweeting no matter who says what he's tweeting and knocking them down? It, it is mind-boggling, like Meryl Streep, one of the finest actresses in the world, makes a statement, uh, I, I forget which awards, could have been SAG or Emmys, uh, about, you know, this is my America and everybody's welcome here. And immediately he's tweeting that she's highly overrated. She was there to get, like, the award of the year, the award of the year for her life achievement, and immediately he's tweeting she's overrated. That's every single one that's on the side of right that disagree with him, he's busy tweeting about it. It's like a five-year-old. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'd rather laugh than cry. Uh, but you're, you're, you're absolutely right in that regard. I, I mean, I, was, I watched the program with Meryl Street, and I thought that it was really well taken. Also, too, it was very interesting because I know that uh, many of the um, – partisan people are uh, against Hollywood as such as an entity, and, and probably it does have a political clout as an entity. But when you look at many of the people, they are as diverse uh, as, the, as the country and as uh, uh, the different uh, parts, of, you know, parts of this country. They're, they're, they're from all over. They go to Washington for a career. They, don't, they aren't attracted there because they have a, a political bias. 
Um, but it's very interesting. I, I think the behavior of, um, of our president is something which we have not seen before and don't know how to respond to. Uh, and the challenge he's going to have, I believe, is bringing the people he brings around him, if they can't influence him and if they can't operate their own um, domain uh, without his significant interference because they, he doesn't always agree what they're doing, he will try to micromanage the country, micromanage uh, the, uh, the, you know, the, the systems we have, uh, and, that, and that's going to just be destructive. The, the other thing that causes uh, concern to me is uh, uh, taking action without forethought uh, and uh, on, based on biased perspectives and perceptions. And, uh, I, I, I was listening to several news stations this morning, earlier today, uh, when I was, uh, prior to the show, I was uh, actually uh, exercising and I had my, uh, I fl was flipping channels. The reason why I was flipping channels is because I want, because many of our news stations, uh, as we know, uh, are uh, not news and journalism as much as, uh, you know, uh, partisan stations. And there wasn't any of them that was not, that did not express a concern about what's happening now in Washington uh, in the start of this administration. They all express concern. So that's, that's good news. Uh, at, least, at least I know label is good news. <laughs> I'm laughing here because any ray of sunshine, any good news, it's almost incredulous because so much bad news is pouring out, so much controversy. I can't even listen to the news. After three minutes, I can't stand it. It is just so horrifying. And yet, again, back to what I call the trumpet, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. They overlook every bad thing that's happening, every lie, every alternative fact, and they back him. I, I, and I, I speak to highly intelligent people, leaders, that voted for him. I can barely contain myself because if you say something, what I'm really thinking, anyone who voted from him is an idiot. How could they not see and hear and speak what is going on in this country that has taken us back 500 years, maybe more? Well, the reason why I think basically is, that, at least some of the reason I, I think, is that uh, um, it, it goes back before. You see, Trump is a, is a catalyst, really, basically, to address larger issues that allowed him to get into the position he's in. Um, that, that's why we have to look beyond the man. We have to look at the system and see what happens here. I mean, we've had, uh, we had two dysfunctional parties. Uh, we, I mean, three administrations at least, we had terrible, terrible um, partisan politics at every level. I mean, this is, uh, well, I should say mostly at the higher levels because I know that at a municipal level and city level, uh, people recognize that's where you have to get business done. But as they moved it up the chain at, at a state level and at the federal levels, we wound up getting more and more uh, mired down in uh, people not listening to one another, but, but assuming that they knew what the other person was going to say and attack them based on party rather than on substance. Now that, right, right, that is, very well you know, said. Yeah so, yeah, yeah, so we have to, you know, don't, don't let this person be the focal point. He is the catalyst that's igniting a fire 
that has already been there. He would not have been in that position if we didn't allow him to. When you had, I mean, I, I have many, many friends on both sides, uh, and uh, they didn't talk to each other. Uh, and if they talked with each other, it was with already prescribed uh, pronouncements of what was wrong. Uh, uh, there's very few people that I've been able to sit down with, uh, no matter what their party was, and have a, a, a factual debate based on evidence. Uh, you know, So when we have this kind of bias in our mindsets that are just labels saying that you know, that party is right and that party is wrong, and leave it at that, you can't do anything. So I don't mind... Uh, 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 you know, people getting out in the street now, but we, we ourselves uh, uh, need to work at some of the divides. There's so many divides that are going on in our country, racial divides uh, along uh, racial lines, religious lines, uh, you know, political lines, uh, all, uh, you know, um, economic lines. There are so many issues that we have to come together. Now, where where was I recently? I recently was at a... Uh, a debut uh, of a um, documentary called Poverty Inc. Poverty Inc. And I recommend it to all our listeners if they haven't seen that particular um, documentary. Uh, just Google Poverty Inc. And, I, I, and I'm sure you'll find the source of where that. And what they did is they looked at the worldwide system of aid uh, for uh, poverty, to deal with poverty in and outside this country and around the world. And as, we, as they went in and studied the system, it, it, uh, to me, it, it demonstrates uh, some of the challenges that we have in dealing with any of these issues. Uh, first of all, the bottom, line, the bottom line was this, is that we can't solve the poverty peop, uh, issue until we involve the people who are impoverished, the people who have not, they have to be engaged and they have to find their way out. We can't do it by providing food stamps. We can't do it by providing housing, by providing food. You can get people out of crisis that way, but if you want people to be able to take responsibility and ownership for their own well-being, you have to prepare them to do that. It's a long, arduous process. And, uh, uh, and they showed over and over again how the systems we have in place, which are good-meaning systems, good-meaning systems, don't deal with the issue. Uh, and I've I, I got to say, it's th this Washington uh, and what we have now in our political system, it's the same thing. So. How sad is that? I want to go back yeah. for a moment to alternative facts. When I first heard the term, I was blown away, and it's repeated over and over again in, in accordance with the administration, a quote, uh, facts. Quote. I just want to give a couple of very good quotes that will shed some light on that. Everyone is entitled to his own opinion, says Daniel Patrick Monaghan, but not his own facts. Stephen Colbert, the late night host, said, it used to be everyone is entitled to their own opinion, but not their own facts. But that's not the case anymore. Facts matter not at all. Perception is everything. And then Doctor Who, a character in, in, a, in an episode in the movie, says 40 years ago, Doctor Who aired an episode where the doctor cautioned about the dangers of people altering facts to fit their views. 
Where now does that sound familiar? You know, the very powerful and the very stupid have one thing in common, the doctor said. They don't alter their views to fit the facts. They alter the facts to fit their views. How well said. Exactly. They alter their their the facts to fit their and they're getting away with it from the trumpets again. See no evil, hear no evil, speak their no evil. They're in a world entirely of their own making. And you know, I know people that it caused them friendships. People in their family are are not talking to them when they are on opposite ends of Trump versus dump Trump people, um, it, the passions are running so high. It used to be in, a, in our democracy, your candidate won, I lost, so we move on, and that was it. But look what's going on with marches around the world, not even the country, around the world that are really upset with what's going on, that are laughing at our administration. He said, make America great again, was his slogan that he won on. It's make America a dictator. That's his real slogan because he is following the Putin rule book to the letter. He really is. Joyce, what, how, how do you think? Okay, let, let's let's challenge our listeners out there in a sense of uh, uh, again. Uh, well, we, we have to be careful because we could be we could be we could be painted with the same brush of perception versus fact. In, in this sense, is that I think it, uh, when when I am dealing with uh, conflict uh, resolution situations, which this we are, we in multiple conflicts here. Is that what we? In order to be able to evolve out of that, you need to be able to get people who can focus on common purposes, common values, common goals, and let all the facts line up to achieving, moving towards that direction. And so, I want to take the energy off of focusing on him. I want to be able to focus on what do we need to be able to do. And if he doesn't get us there and get us in that direction. We have to be anchored somewhere. You know, years ago when I first um, got involved in organizational development, organizational change, change management, we focused on the change. When I, as I moved more into that discipline and worked with large corporations, I found myself needing to be more of an anchor than a change agent. I had to say, listen, what are the fundamental things here that we value and cherish or trying to accomplish that we need to focus on, because if not, we focus on the change rather than what we want to be changed. You understand what I mean? What do we want to be changed? What do we want to Bob, achieve? Bob, so I agree with you 100% because we're going to spend the whole uh, next half on exactly that, about making a difference. Because as I Wonderful. said, it's time to stop the complaints and get to uh, making that difference. And folks, it all starts with being positive, letting go of the negative energy, letting go of the negative broadcast. So one way you, I want to support you in having all of that happen is to know that this show is a vehicle for that. Normally we're always positive and upbeat. It's just like there's just so much going on in the country. It's hard to keep still about it and not release that, that passion. So in the very wise words of our health guru, Beverly Nadler, here's why you should be listening to our show every day. Listen to me. 
I have something to say about a wonderful way to start your day, a way to stimulate your mind and increase your energy, make you feel so good. And guess what? It's free. Weekdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, hear the Joyce, Barry, and Friends show. You'll find it on the Internet, on Blog Talk Radio. This show is upbeat and fun and very inspirational. It's informative, educational, and very motivational. There's the Coach's Corner, great quotes and news. There are suggestions, perspectives, and advice you can use to enhance your life and improve your health, plus clever, simple ways to increase your wealth. Joyce's perceptions and personality will keep you captivated, and her guests from many walks of life will always keep you fascinated. When Joyce and her friends speak, it's like you're in the conversation. This is part of what makes her show so unique, really a sensation. For Joyce's friends are not only the guests you're listening to, they're everyone who is tuning in. Yes, I do mean you. So refer your friends and family. They'll be so pleased to know. And let's make Joyce, Barry, and Friends the number one Internet radio show. And, folks, we ask that you contribute to that happening. Simply go to Joyce Barry, B-A-R-R-I-E, and friends.com. That's our website for this show, the home page. You'll see my picture on the upper left, and right under that it says follow. And if you click on that, you'll hear about every show, every guest, every topic. So you need not miss any of them. Joyce Barry and friends.com and do become a follower. Uh, right now, I'll give you two shows you want to listen to as well that are very positive. Uh, and they're also by our esteemed guest, Dr. Barbara Tolo. So you might want to jot these down. All shows are archived. Seven years of radio shows are all in the archives. You can listen to them uh, 24-7. And Dr. Bob had a wonderful show, Hope, Love, and Joy, and Peace. And that aired on November 29, 16, (laughs) right after the election, when we really needed that antidote badly. And then prior to that, uh, before the election, is our broken political system a reflection of who we are, very insightful show. So I want to send you along to those shows. Bob, I agree with you 100%. We have to stay positive, think positive, and most importantly, act positive, knowing there's something we all can do, all of us, far and wide, to make a difference. Well, Joyce, I, I, I agree with you 100%, and I know this particular program can be a vehicle for that, and, you, and I know that you, that is what you, uh, you desire and what you lead. Uh, this brings me back to uh, not this past weekend, the weekend before that when we had, uh, I think it was a Women's Rights March on Washington, and, yes. and uh, every, yeah, every, every uh, city uh, across the country uh, uh, joined in on that and around the world in different countries. To me, that's a wonderful example of how we're, we can be guided by um, what uh, principled living, how people, uh, you know, uh, desire to uh, be treated and want uh, uh, want to treat others. That was to me was just a, 
and one of the many of the commentators uh, said, "Is this a march?" And they said, "No, it's not a march. It's a, it's a beginning of a movement." It, uh, I agree. They, yeah, and they said, "Well, how do we make it a movement? We make it a movement by by people continuing using the positive energy from that experience and and taking positive action, taking steps to change uh, uh, in the in, in the direction of of, uh, of reinforcing." the, the uh, e- equality amongst uh, men and women and, mi- and women of all, uh, uh, you know, all places, all religions, all, uh, all ethnic groups. And so, I, I, you know, uh, again, each one of us, and I, I know that y- you and your program will continue uh, to, um, dem- you know, be a light, be a, be a guiding light uh, throughout these difficult, stormy times. Uh, thank you for that, Dr. Bob. I appreciate that. I want to share some highly inspirational quotes. Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., my goodness, who's more inspirational than Dr. King? Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. We are caught in an inescapable network of mutuality, tied in a single garment of destiny. Whatever affects one directly affects all indirectly. How powerful is that about why people all over the world join in with us in solidarity? It affects everything and everyone. And then this one by Martin Niemola, a prominent Protestant pastor, gave a speech on January 6, 46, and this really hit home very, very strongly. There, and there are several versions of this. When they came for the communists, I remained silent. I was not a communist. When they locked up the social democrats, I remained silent. I was not a social democrat. When they came for the trade unionists, I did not speak out. I was not a trade unionist. When they came for the Jews, I remained silent. I wasn't a Jew. When they came for me, there was no one left to speak out. How powerful is that, Dr. Bob? Unbelievable. You have goosebumps all over my body when I listen to you read that, and it's what went on. Unbelievable. Uh, and I'm like, oh, so true. What, what, what a message that is to all of us. Uh, one thing I did enjoy seeing uh, a week before this past week when they had those marches was that uh, there were men, women of all ages, uh, all, all groups of people out there, not just women. Uh, and uh, that, that's what we have to do. And that, what a beautiful, beautiful quotation that you share with us. Very yeah, powerful. I found Very that powerful. extraordinary. I mean, God, that really got me in my gut. And Edmund Burke, the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. And nobody made a greater mistake than he who did nothing because he could do only a little. Stella McCartney Mm. said, everyone can do simple things to make a difference, and every little bit really does count. And that's what the emphasis is on uh, for this whole half of the show, to think about what you can do, what politician you can write to. Are you going to join in a march? Are you going to form committees? You know, people that never even thought of being an activist. It's really affecting more than half the country on such a profound level. There has to be something, anything, in any way that you can contribute. 
Oh, and so right, so right. And to recognize that every little bit, no matter where we are, uh, is a contribution. It's a, it's a, like putting a pebble uh, in, in a in a pond. Those ripples are going to uh, just wave out, and we need to all recognize the little bit that we do will make a big difference. So, uh, I must say, I, I, very on a personal level, is that um, I have never been so moved in all my years as I have been over the last year. I, I just wish it didn't take me so long to get involved in uh, understanding uh, my role in the political system besides just voting. Uh, and so many of our people don't even vote. Uh, and uh, uh, so it, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a wake-up call. This is a simple wake-up call to our, to our whole country. Oh, my God, the wake-up call, especially who's complaining the most? People who didn't vote. People who didn't vote. It is said, where were those people at the polls? Why weren't they there? And they are now they're joining the marches. Now they're really upset, but they didn't vote. I know it was hard for a lot of people because they didn't like either candidate. And what I said to guide people, what is the lesser of the two evils? I grant you they're not ideal candidates, but who is the lesser of the two evils? You're talking about someone that really knows politics and people and countless decades of experience versus someone with no experience, a bully, an egomaniac, a pathological liar, who is the lesser of the two evils? That's how you choose. And for everyone who chose unwisely, I say all day, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they did. Well, we don't know whether or not they chose unwisely or not. Let me, let me tell you this. <laughs> the reason why I say that is that, uh, uh, and again, it's just my perspective, and that is that the system needs radical, dramatic change, and it may not have happened if uh, the other party uh, was successful because it was so much entrenched in the system. Now, listen, I, I and it, well, see, the important thing, we are not there to say right or wrong. We are there to say, what do we do now based on what it is? So. You know, I don't care who you voted for. I don't care who you were behind. We're all together in this. We all need to be able to say, how do we fix the many, many issues and challenges that are out there that almost seem just uh, – and that's what happens. We, we, uh, most of us have thought that all these problems are just uh, too oppressing, too insurmountable, and they aren't. They aren't. And uh, I was – talking with my brother the other day, and he, are, he and I are very different people, but we do agree on one thing, is that uh, many things we agree on, even though we see a lot of things very, very differently, was that it ha this requires to bring about change in our community, in our society, and there needs to be a grassroots uh, involvement. Uh, no one can fix my problem unless I'm willing to get involved in the fix in the improvement, that I have to be engaged in that. And so um, so let's all take that to heart. Let, let's say, you know, and I'll give you an example. It's so easy for us to hide in our own backyard. I, I live in a wonderful community. I, 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 I come in there and I almost, it's almost like serene to me, serenity. And that's okay to re-energize me and to be able to make me feel comfortable 
but I can't hide from the world. I need to get out and participate and contribute in a positive way in those areas where people may not be as fortunate as I am. So, you know, I've learned a lot of lessons from this, uh, and I'm hoping my kids and my grandkids will also do the same thing. Now I have a role to play. I, I need to be able to activate my children and my grandchildren in getting involved and for me to learn possibly and, and, by, and lead by experience, by, lead by example. Uh, so none of us are old enough or too old to say, well, I did my share. I'm going to sit back and not do anything. So, you know, a, a, a big, big force in our society, which I'm concerned about, is not being taken active, is, is <laughs> the silver crowd. I don't have any silver here. I lost most of it. But uh, I, I am of, in that age where I can easily pull back and say, well, you know, I'll collect my Social Security and my pensions and that sort of thing and just enjoy my life, you know, because uh, I did what I had to do. No, no, no. I am, I am a contributor to what is out there now. So let's take some ownership. Let's get, some, let's get involved in any way we can. And each one of us, and you said so, so nicely earlier, Joyce, each one of us have to contribute to making a difference. Well, I can always count on you for very wise words, and it was very powerful what you said. You know, people say it remains to be seen uh, what will happen in this country, but I was reflecting on what already took place that is undemocratic and that is not really America whatsoever. I also want to give the devil a sue because there are a couple of things that I am happy about. I am happy that more jobs will be here. I am happy for people uh, in the stock market that it's at an all-time high, if you want to attribute that to the new administration. Mostly I'm happy about his stance that is very pro-Israel because Obama threw Israel under the bus in the remaining few days that he was in office and, and the resolution with uh, uh, with the uh, Israel resolution about not building settlements. He threw all of that in the last few days, which was a terrible thing to Israel because it took away their power to negotiate because that was their negotiating too, and he just took it away and threw them under the bus. So for that, I am happy because I always look for the lemonade in every lemon. I find that lemonade that I squeeze it out. And again, on the heels of what you're saying, Jimmy Carter said, I have one life and one chance to make it count for something. My faith demands that I do whatever I can, wherever I am, whenever I can, for as long as I can, with whatever I have to try to make a difference. And that's what you were saying, Dr. Bob, that you'll give it everything you got and know that you matter. Well, thank you. But also, I, I, you did reference Jimmy Carter. And let me give you, the, I think he's a wonderful role model and example, because here's a person who, in some people's eyes, did not have the most successful presidency when he was in office and made a number of mistakes that other you know, people saw as mistakes. That man never gave up. When he, he, did, he did more out of office than when he was in office. And he continues and continued you know, many, many years to make a, a positive contribution. So it's never over until it's over. Uh, for any one of us. It's not over so, till uh, the fat lady sings. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. 
And then uh, you're so right about dispelling any negative energy because it serves no purpose. Wendy Cop says, K-O-P-P Cop, says you will find it will almost always be more comfortable to sit on the sidelines and critique the builders from afar. But at the end of the day, the people who make a difference, the people who shape history are not the haters. And on the heels of that, Richard M. Nixon said, always remember, others may hate you, but those who hate you don't win unless you hate them, and then you destroy yourself. I thought that was very powerful. Oh, awesome. And so important at this point in time, because unfortunately, the criticism gets very, very steeped in heat. And uh, that's so such a wonderful quote. Wonderful. You You know, I grew up on quotes ever since I was in public school. I save them. I I have books of quotes. I love them, and I just find them so profound. When you quote people in a sentence or two and the impact it makes, oftentimes it's easier to remember the quote. And, you know, I've been a longtime professional speaker to countless crowds around the country, and I always, whenever I lecture, whenever I speak, I always have those quotes because that's the thing people are jotting down. So I found those to be very powerful. I want to take a moment and stop, Dr. Bob, so you can share with folks about your website and what your mission is and how we can support you. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Joyce. Well, my mission is very, very simple, very easy, and it's uh, to help others to be successful uh, in their lives and in their careers and through their success, I derive my success. So it sounds very simple, and, and, it, and it is, but very difficult to accomplish because, first of all, you have to help people define for themselves what success is in their career and their life, and I work very hard at doing that in the various roles that I, I have. Um, and I've, uh, I have a couple of websites that I would love to have people take a look at. Uh, one is uh, uh, Quantum Performance. Uh, yeah, quantumperformance.net, quantum, Q-U-A-N-T-U-M, performance.net. That shares very much my consulting work that I've done over the years. Uh, And then the other website is uh, drbobrutolo.com. It's D-R-B-O-B. Is Dr. spelled out or D-R? No, thank you. It's D-R-B-O-B, no periods, rutolo, R-U-O-T-O-L-O.com. DrBobRutolo.com, and that has also some of the work that I do and some of the teachings I, I have. But I would love to speak to anybody that wants to uh, find out more about what I do and how I've done it over the years and how I can help them. It would be awesome. Thank you. And that website, again, is DrBob, D-R-B-O-B, Rutolo, R-U-O-T-O-L-O.com, and QuantumPerformance.net. Here we have a very inspirational and motivational teacher, leader, and mentor, a wonderful, wonderful person, which is the caveat as well. <laughs> so um, I do urge you folks check out the website. Uh, a couple of more quotes. Morgan Wooten, W-O-O-T-E-N, two O's, two T's, 
the beauty of coaching, I'm saying this now because Dr. Bob's a coach, I'm a coach, the beauty of coaching, you get to touch lives, you get to make a difference, you get to do things for people who will never pay you back, and they say you never have had a perfect day until you've done something for someone who will never pay you back. Uh, so in coaching, professional coaches, of course, get paid for their work, but it also carries over as part of our MO that we want to help others that maybe can't afford to pay or just come across our paths in our lives and we want to support them. Uh, Jack Liu, L-E-W, says, I think there's no higher calling in terms of a career than public service, which is a chance to make a difference in people's lives and improve the world. And Vera Farmiga says, there are women who make things happen. There are women who change things. There are women who make things happen, who make a difference. I want to be one of those women. So uh, to all women everywhere uh, that voted for Hillary and and are very sad and disturbed, uh, she didn't make it to office. You be one of those women. Dr. Bob, back to you. Oh, very well said, very well said. One of the things I want to share, which has uh, been so exciting to me throughout my career, and I'm sure this has happened to you, Joyce, many times, is that uh, you never know when you're going to touch somebody's life. You never know when you touch somebody's life. And you and I have been around long enough that uh, people have heard us speak or have picked up some of our books or heard us on radio. And, you know, years later, they come back and said, oh, you know, I heard you do this, I heard you say that, and what a difference it made to me at the time. That is a gift. To me, that comes back to me and says, oh, my goodness, every time I'm there in front of an audience, I never know the impact I can have. So I have to be the best I can be and touch people's lives the best I can and ask for divine aid in that regard. And believe me, I do every time I get up. I agree. And what's profound about that, Dr. Bob, you're talking about the people in that audience, the people that are listening to you. The key is when they pay it forward, you have no idea what you, how you've uh, made a difference for them who take that difference and pay it forward to someone else who pays it forward to someone else so you really never know how far-reaching uh, your message gets to be. That's throwing the pebble in the pond, and you never know how those ripples go and how far they go. And that's all energy. That's all energy. When I talk, we talk about positive energy, you're absolutely right. I have more and more positive regard for appreciating the energy that we radiate out in the world around us. Let it be positive. Let it be something that uh, helps other people to even be better. And uh, Zig Ziglar, very famous uh, inspirational author, writer, when you encourage others, you in the process are encouraged because you're making a commitment and difference in that person's life. Encouragement really does make a difference. So it's not just what you say, it's the passion that you bring to the table that, that really hits home, and you're a very passionate person, <laughs> Dr. Bob. So your words are impactful, and you are that pebble reaching out all over. Well, thank you, Joyce, and it's a, always a pleasure to be with you and to be able to kind of share our experiences, and most importantly, hopefully, uh, as you said, touch other people's lives so they can 
make this world an even better place. And there's so many people out there and your audience, I know, are inspired by you and by the people you bring on your program. So you do such good work. I just want you to always recognize that because, you know, also, too, no, no one knows behind the scenes uh, what our lives are like. And uh, you, for one, I think have, have, to me, been a role model in the sense that, uh, you know, you have had a lot of challenges in your life with health and all other different ways, and you come every day to broadcast to others around the world uh, uh, and give them so much positive and helpful information. So the work you do, as you said, uh, it, we, you and I won't realize the impact it has, but, but we know, uh, and there are some stats, and I, <laughs> I, I just enjoyed over time uh, when you have said to me, uh, Bob, I want to be the number one program uh, on radio today. Uh, and uh, and I believe you are. So thank you so much for the what you have <laughs> I thank you for that. Uh, you know, oftentimes, I'm sure this has been said to you, people say, oh, you could do that. You have the power. I can't be like you. And I always respond to that. I never said to be like me. I say be yourself and make a difference. Do what you can. So when someone's a leader, oftentimes that's what they hear. Uh, my concern is for those of you who are getting impacted today, who are thinking, I can do something. I, I just thought of this great idea, this great march, this great opportunity. My concern is that you say, and I will get to it someday. So for those of you who actually believe there is a someday, I wrote this for you. Someday, an original poem by yours truly, Joyce Barry. I went to my calendar and took a look. I discovered that someday was not in the book. I looked carefully, for someday I did seek, but only Monday through Sunday appeared on each week. I got really confused. This was not funny. I always said someday I'd make very good money. I always said someday I'd get everything done. I always said someday I'd be number one. I always said someday this and someday that. Someday is starting to sound like very old hat. I became very sure that something was wrong. No someday on my calendar all along. I thought everything I wanted would come to be. It would happen someday. I kept telling me. It was someday I kept telling you that all our dreams were sure to come true. How shocking to discover that all along someday was not in the calendar. How could I be so wrong? How could I not know that why I was stuck was that someday would never, ever show up? There wasn't a calendar anywhere, none to be found, that had someday in it, it would never come around. I always knew that if something is going to be, I am totally responsible. It's all up to me. I thought of my goals and made a new list. How exciting to realize that someday did not exist. Now I really know without any doubt that Monday through Sunday is in and someday is out. 
So I ask you women, I ask you men, I ask myself, if not right now, when? Dr. Barr, what do you say to people who actually believe there is a Sunday? How do you tell them to get off their B-U-T and B-U-T-T? <laughs> well, what I'm going to do is, first of all, give them your poem. I think that was excellent. <laughs> it was beautiful. It really really hits the mark, uh, and it sure gives people a wake-up call. So, uh, uh, no, well, you know, uh, what I also do say, I, and I remember I heard it from a uh, recently from a, uh, a very uh, uh, a very superb athlete. He says, uh, I dreamt all my life to be a success, but until I wrote it down and, and made a goal, uh, it became my quest. So um, uh, you really have to be able to put it down in that calendar Monday through Sunday and a time and a date and get moving on it. And uh, um, so, uh, yeah, I just love that. That was just a beautiful, beautiful verse you, you uh, shared with us. I and, and all I would like to say, all I like to say to your listeners today is, please take in heart, take to heart that uh, what is happening out in our political system in our society today it, uh, evolved out of the neglect that us, not consciously but unconsciously, have contributed to, and we need to change it. Every single one of us have to make a difference, a positive difference, and uh, and we can, little by little. Uh, and I, in your show, Joyce, uh, will be one of the instruments that will contribute to that. And I, I'm hoping that, and I know, I know you will track this over the next uh, several months, uh, what's happening day to day in our political process in our communities, and bring in, bring guest speakers in uh, to be able to contribute to rallying, rallying your listeners and us to do what we need to do to play our part. And thank you for your part. And thank you so much for being one of those special people. Uh, I love this by Mark Moriel. Rosa Parks was the queen mother of a movement. We were talking about the movement with the Women's March. Rosa Parks was the queen mother of a movement whose single act of heroism sparked the movement for freedom, justice, and equality. Her greatest contribution is that she told us a regular person can make a difference. And that is our message today. And so on the heels of that, I ask you all, if not now, when? Joyce, Barry, and Friends, the number one worldwide Internet radio show. This poem an original by U.S. Truly, is entitled, If Not Now, When? We are giving you the education. We are giving you the information. We are giving you the motivation. We are giving you the inspiration. What you really need to do is to put this into application. Do you want a transformation? You must use your imagination. It might take some perspiration. It's all in the preparation. You must really be sure there is no procrastination. 
It helps to have a fascination and very strong determination. You want a positive demonstration, achieve success in the administration. It really is the time. Give each show your consideration. What is your aspiration? What do you need for stimulation to get healthy and off that medication? To get wealthy, it's your destination. So make today the day for your participation. If you do, congratulations. If not now, when? Dr. Barr, once again, thank you, thank you, thank you for being such an extraordinary guest, as always. And, folks, two other shows. Dr. Barb, you really want to hear one for inspiration, hope, love, joy, and peace, aired on November 29 in our archives, and the other is our broken political system, a reflection of who we are. Uh, The first one is very inspiring. The second one is very informative. That one aired on October 25, 16. Final message to our folks, Dr. Barb. Uh, uh, Joyce, can they download that last verse that you shared with us on your website? You, download you know, what, my poem? Can, can they get, yes, can they get yeah, a copy of your last poem? Yeah, it's in YouTube. Those poems were put awesome. in there for me by someone. Those poems are on YouTube. Wonderful. I'm going to ask uh, people to please, as their action step, one of their action steps is go to YouTube and listen to those, take some notes, uh, Joyce, you outlined what we need to do right after this show. So thank you for that. And thank you. And my message to all of you, my closing message is my prayer for all of you. May yesterday be the last day, the very last day of your struggles, your suffering, your ill health, your misfortunes, your problems, your pain, your worries, your troubles, your trials and tribulations. May this be the first day. It is the first day of the rest of your life. May it be the beginning of the very best of your life with extraordinary wishes granted and dreams coming true. Make this the most meaningful year of making more money, good health, good luck, good fortune, attracting special people and opportunities, creating magical memories and manifesting marvelous miracles. And with that, I want to wish you all a wonderful life, a life of joy, peace, and happiness. And folks, know that you can sing along with us, dance along with us, and laugh along with us. And you can do that starting right here, right now, to the Joyce Barry Mash. God bless you all. I was listening to Blog Talk Radio when my ears heard something that I did know. From the speakers of my laptop, I heard a voice. It was the White Oprah, also known as Joyce. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She is a coaching smash. He did the mash. You'll catch on in a flash. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. I felt so inspired. 
by her show, and her poetry was just so good, you know. I want to listen to Joyce again and again, as Joyce would say, if not now, when? He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She is a coaching smash. He did the mash. You'll catch on in a flash. He did the mash. The Joyce Barry mash. Joyce knows all about having fun. She's a home business wizard and she's just begun. She's a coaching sensation for not just me or you or her. It's for everyone. You can mash. Do the Joyce Barry mash. Joyce Barry mash. She's a home business smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can mash. Do the Joyce Barry mash. Wow. <laughs> Have a fantastic day and listen to Joyce Barry and friends. Wow. <laughs>